0: Hello there. Hello there, Hello. sir.
1: Oof. You feeling okay?
0: Yeah, not not awful right now. Oh man. Tonight we are sponsored by D Nine Brewings. Whiskers on kittens. <laughs> that is extremely on brand for you, Snark. It is. This is dedication. This is, is- this is what I do. I like, dedicate. Like not feel not feeling great, but still. Still going to get a little buzz on and, uh, <laughs> and do some talking for an hour. Talk
1: about what can only be. Dedication. Uh, I mean, this is, this is, you know, Michael Jordan flu game kind of stuff.
0: Oh, um, easy. I, I mean, mean, probably will not be that successful. But <laughs> could be. Could be. We don't know. That's true. That's true. We We could indeed immediately walk into a room and just challenge the tallest person to a one-on-one game. I mean, I—I don't know if you saw that news story, (laughs) but it was hilarious.
1: No, I I forget where
0: it was. Oh god, it—it was some like big like basketball Hall of Fame or something like that. And he like walks in. I think it's. I think it was. Was it Magic Johnson? I don't know. It one of the like massively famous basketball players of his era he walks in and immediately challenges him to a (laughs) one-on-one it's like dude chill (laughs) oh my god
1: relax a little bit brother like
0: have a drink just enjoy the show for a second (laughs) no ain't nobody playing a one-on-one game with you bro like just just calm it down
1: That doesn't really that really doesn't strike me as
0: Michael's kind of uh Yeah, calming down. Oh, hell, no.
1: No. hell no. I've heard him described as a bit of a red ass and I'm like, That's, that seems right. Yeah. That seems right. But, well, welcome to, to House of Reds. Um, we have
0: arrived here. Once we're again. We're
1: still here. We're still putting shit on the internet version that's um,
0: that is one way to put it. We are still putting shit on the internet folks <laughs> we are we once once again
1: we are indeed putting shit out on the internet um
0: as we- as one does
1: i mean look it's it's what we do it's it's what uh it's what you do when you get to be a certain age i guess as a millennial yeah you you put shit on you the either internet. have
0: a podcast or an etsy store so <laughs> <laughs> that's- that's
1: extremely true, isn't it? Oh. I
0: man. I mean, where's the lie?
1: <laughs> I I fail to see it. Oof. But well, we're here tonight uh to talk about to talk about uh The Boys uh season 1 episode 2 which can only be del- described as delightful in my opinion. Um yes. After
0: Someday, extremely- it, it felt a lot like someday your and will come.
1: <laughs> there <laughs> is there is quite a bit of foreshadowing in this
0: episode.
1: <laughs> um, given a little wash your hands poster.
0: Um, oh, so good. I I don't even I don't even know about I guess a, a little bit of foreshadowing, but like th- this whole whole episode feels a lot like the red pill blue pill. We we got, you get like the first episode where it's like, oh, there's this whole other world or like the Alice in Wonderland effect
1: Mm -hmm. where it's,
0: it's like, those stories are always fascinating to me where it's like, there's this whole other world that you have never been aware of and now you are, you are in it. So we see him like kind of in it where it's like, oh, Hey, yeah, we're doing this thing for the government. It's like, oh no, 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 it goes so much deeper than that. There's this whole (laughs) other universe of shit. And that's like, he's still, you know, wanting to keep his hands clean, which we see from the opening moments that picks up as you like it directly where we left off
1: immediately where (laughs) we left off.
0: Like, are we, Um, are we jumping into cherry or are we newsing it?
1: Let's, let's news it for a little bit because we have a new, a new system for newsing um, that I want to, I want to take advantage of here. Um, So this is uh, a a new system.
0: This will probably shock you greatly, but. I just read the summaries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why I created them for you, sir.
0: Um, <laughs> to, to be fair, I had seen a, a couple of I had seen a couple of the articles just pop up already. Well,
1: this is a new segment that I'm calling "What's Happening," and at that point of the show, now that you're listening to it, dear listener, um, you will have heard our new theme song for "What's Happening." um which
0: Ooh, is it
1: it is not <laughs> um,
0: like a telegraph right not the noise more a little morse code
1: it is something um but it's not <laughs> quite quite what you mentioned there um i have a couple of news stories to talk about this week um most of these are dated because when i put the news together um was when i had time and most of this is now dated but um indeed that is the what happens when you live in that the, is, age.
0: Yeah, that is the way of the world.
1: <laughs> um, let's start with, you know what? Let's start with something fun, um, which we actually have an update to the original story here. Um, so we're talking about a comic book store, a uh, comic book story. Uh, let's talk about a comic book app. Mm. Um, do you
0: and, and Patton Oswalt's uh, tirade against them? Do you? I feel like I don't. But I, I, I feel for those who do. I do. This is, this is like Amazon and Kindle took over but didn't actually like port the features that you need to read a fucking comic book over.
1: <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, I use this app, and that's partially why I've included it um, in this, this part of the
0: show. Like um, a Zoom feature.
1: Yes. Um, Seems helpful. <laughs> so comixology is an app um so we've talked about this before i read my comics digitally i think you read your comics. you still get the paper version of comics
0: i right? i don't i read them digitally as well
1: okay uh with, with comixology it's an amazon company it was purchased by amazon um
0: i used read- to use them before they were an amazon company yes when they were like the startup
1: they and they were it was a great idea mm-hmm. it, Brilliant concept for you know, we didn't have digital comics other than if you just like purchased through Marvel or DC or their services. Um, but comiXology is like an aggregator, I, I kind of equate it yeah. to an aggregator. Um,
0: well, sort of, it doesn't aggregate everything, which I, I guess the problem now, <laughs> well, it did, I, it did but That's, it no longer yeah. does so in addition to pinch to zoom or any kind of zoom feature being gone also yeah. the ability to have your fucking comics read on it is, is gone if you're it, not like a major publisher
1: it's done that thing that that all major publishers all major companies do um, yay capitalism ruining the fucking day once again um
0: huzzah but it, it's a great
1: like if you read on the kindle which like i read on the kindle that is the way that i like to read now I love when this I was is a the kid, way. It is. I mean, when I was a kid, I would take five and six books with me and we go on vacation in the summer. Now with the Kindle, you can take your whole fucking library everywhere you go.
0: it <laughs> just had this conversation like three days ago. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> it's wonderful. Um,
0: yeah. But, oh, like one of my uh, friends was talking about like needing to get a bunch of bookshelves to like line the halls because they have closets full of books, and I'm like, man, I definitely. Definitely know how that feels. And also, now that I've kind of gotten over the I need to have the paper in my hands because it's just so – like there's something about it. Like there's still – even still, there's something about having the actual paper copy in your hands. But like just for sheer convenience, like that entire hallway of bookshelves, hundreds and hundreds of books are replaced with something the size of my phone. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like, and done. And I can take every book in existence with me at um, all times. You can buy... Extra- you certainly can't fucking navigate through it because the interface on the Kindle is garbage. <laughs> it's well, getting better.
1: It's getting better.
0: The, um, the actual, like, book one, not the, like, Kindle Fires that you can read comics on. Like, the actual, like, yeah Kindle. That- Kindle Fires, I mean, it's it's an Android tablet, so... It is. It's pretty easy to navigate, but
1: it's a tablet i mean it is a tablet but it is to me i mean i buy I buy i use my kindle i have the fire i only use it to read um but i discovered during quarantine like oh my god you can buy comics on here and it's great it's wonderful and like i i remember the day i told my wife i was very excited during the middle of like you know not going anywhere or doing anything i was like look at this comic store it's like 6.99 a month you can get any comic um I mean, that's their, like, their, their, you know, the things they make available, basically. Right. It's great. I got caught up on a lot of comics that way. And I am a Comicsology. I have a subscription to it. And...
0: <laughs> we are in no way sponsored, hint, no. hint,
1: no, by we
0: Comicsology.
1: <laughs> we're not sponsored by a lot of people that I like, and I feel like... Yeah,
0: like, come on, guys.
1: Um, like,
0: we'll, we'll, we'll plug for you either way, but it'd be nice, Yeah, a little something for the effort to caddyshack love-
1: it. Um... But what's happened is, is that Amazon has its own version of purchasing comics. You purchase them like you purchase anything else.
0: As, as convoluted and difficult as possible. That's, that's pretty much how it works on Amazon for comics.
1: It's a nightmare. Yeah. It is. You have to know exactly what you're looking for. You cannot search. Um, I mean, if you find the title and the author somewhere else on the internet you can plug it into the amazon search feature and it works
0: Uh, you used to be able to i think that was another one of the complaints with this whole comiXology like Mm. turnover is that every single link for comiXology is broken all of it
1: it's just awful
0: and and you'd have to go back through hundreds of thousands of of websites and links and go through and manually find each and every comic it links to using this wonderful search system that I don't, I, I feel like it used to be so much easier to find stuff on Amazon and now it is a fucking pain in the ass. Like between all like the bots and the, the like f- fake sh- fake sellers and or like knockoff sellers. And if you try and like search something and then you scroll, it gives you the same six options over and over with like one new one. And then you scroll for another hour and a half and you get another like different option. And I'm like, I'm I I don't even care anymore. I'm I, done. I was gonna. Speak. I'm just gonna go to the store. Like,
1: <laughs> and the thing is that really pisses me off is that I am a huge Amazon. I'm a fanboy, like a huge Amazon fanboy. They're raising the price of the membership this year. Two-day shipping is a joke. I don't think I've ever got. I don't think I've gotten anything these- <laughs> shipped
0: some- <laughs> in two days. It, it's been like three years since I've got something in two days.
1: I, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, this is not yeah. me writing about. This is book. capitalism. <laughs> it sucks.
0: Making um. things. I, I just actually saw. Like, I think it was Aziz and sorry was talking about. Like, everything is just, just a little bit shittier. Like, mm. <laughs> just, just a little bit. you I mean, like, and that's capitalism. That's that's progress. Is like everything through all of this stuff, just a little bit shittier because workers are going i don't want to fucking do that so then you get a worker that's not quite as skilled or is willing to work for much less and it's just a little bit shittier service mm-hmm. like it's it's just obnoxious like i mean we're this whole new segment could just be called first one problems right now it could be. <laughs> but but still but it is
1: it, yeah it sucks it's it, it trying to
0: sucks. see the tip of your nose with your eye. Like, it, it's just kind of annoying. But like when you have a hair in your eye and you can see it, like as you're looking around and like, oh, man, like, it's just just a little annoying. Anyways, like your sock is turned a little bit in your shoe.
1: It's like, yeah, it's like you're standing on the seam of your sock. But, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is anyways, they've killed the app. They have killed they have killed, <laughs> killed comatology. And Pat Oswald, who is famous, I mean, everybody knows who Pat Oswald is, but he, Pat Oswald <coughs> apparently is also like us. He also reads his comics on Comixology, and um, he has taken it upon himself to wage war with uh, comi- Um
0: Get him. I,
1: <laughs> I really, honestly get him. Like,
0: really, he's fighting Amazon. Like, he's not fighting Comixology.
1: It's just so dumb that that we're here again and one yet one more thing had to be ruined by Amazon (laughs) but
0: don't worry at some point it's all just going to collapse on itself and then we'll be all fighting in the jungle against machines as I am doing currently on Horizon Forbidden (laughs) (laughs) West moving on (laughs) delightful delightful series indeed and if Uh, you do not have a PlayStation go get one it's worth it just for this (laughs) I'm, i it doesn't I'm, even have to be a five. You can play this on the four. I actually bought the PlayStation 4 version because it was the PlayStation 5 version for $10 cheaper. Is that for real? Yeah, that's, that's actually for real. That is, that is no shit true. That's, I know it wasn't on the news story list, but that is another news story <clears throat> amongst nerddom is that Sony, in their infinite <laughs> wisdom, um, <laughs> I say infinite wisdom because it made them a fuck ton of money buried the lead. So there was a whole, a bunch of pushback when like forbidden West was kind of announced and they announced the pricing tiers and all that stuff. And it was like the PlayStation four version is going to be in 60 bucks as per PlayStation four generation games, PlayStation five will be 70 yada, yada. And people lost their minds. They're like, you said we would have a path to upgrade from PlayStation four to PlayStation five without having to pay extra for it. Because I guess their plan moving forward is if you buy the PlayStation 4 version of the game, you can pay the extra $10 to unlock the PlayStation 5 version. It's like, okay, that's that's fine. Um, but they had said very specifically, you will have free upgrades for these games. And then they were like, oh contraire. Um, people lost their minds. They didn't update the marketing, really. They were just like, okay, fine. We'll give you an upgrade.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... <laughs> but didn't like tell anyone so a bunch of people went and bought the playstation 5 version at 70 dollars, and then they were like wait we could have just bought this one and gotten the upgrade and they're like yeah fuck you and that was it (laughs) and that's the story um capitalism (laughs) (laughs) hashtag eat the rich oh Um, either way it's an awesome it's an awesome game i i guess i get it from the like Like if you are still unable to find a PlayStation Five, which is it's wild to me that that it is still so scarce that you're playing on PlayStation Four, all of these games you want to play. Okay, now I want now I finally got a PlayStation Five. Now I want to play the PS Five version. And you're like, okay, here's a way that you can go do that, like so you can bridge the console, you know, gap. Um, That's cool. I I do wish they had been more forthcoming with if you have a save data in the playstation 4 version and then you move to the playstation 5 version you not have a
1: play save data i'm guessing um
0: it depends So, like there's some that'll port over control was one that port would port over but if and only if you uploaded your current save to the cloud prior to installing the playstation mm-hmm. 5 version so there is a game I will never finish platinuming again because my, my save just didn't like, I didn't know that was a thing. It turned on my PlayStation five plugged in control. And it was like, here's the beginning. And I'm like, where's my save? <laughs> um, and I said, absolutely not. Cause I think I had already platinumed the game at that point, but this was like, has the expansions on there. I'm not playing this whole fucking game again to play play you know, a, a two hour expansion. <laughs> Eat shit. You so. are learning
1: you are learning what fans of MLP show have known for a long time, is that the save to the cloud feature is far, far better than the save to the device feature.
0: Oh um, yeah. If you, is, if, you if you have the cloud. If you pay the if you pay that, the between yeah. thirty and a hundred dollars or whatever it is now for a PS plus a year. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that took us off on a on a longer tangent than I anticipated, but but that's okay. Horizon, Forbidden West, play it; it's delightful. Yeah. <clears throat> Horizon Zero Dawn, also play it; it's delightful. If you're like one of our podcast hosts and you've just had your head buried in the sand for the past ten years and haven't haven't played a decent game,
1: <laughs> I I believe that podcast host does play good decent games. Um, just but it's uh, just
0: uh, the show. <laughs> potentially
1: does play just the show and um madden every day, um but but we'll be playing college football when it comes out
0: Woot! <laughs> but has not played god Anything. of war or any of the other just phenomenal games and you're else. gonna be really lost when last of us comes out and you'll be like what is this show this is amazing and i'll be like see I, this is what i've been saying for 10 years now
1: well, speaking of shows that have been turned into games. Excellent. That, that tied in nicely to our next news story. It's almost um, like I'm
0: looking at the list.
1: It is <laughs> like you're looking at the list. Man, it's really you're really lucky like, somebody likes you and made a list for you to, to you know, follow into this show. Um,
0: let's yeah, you about, may note we aren't scripted here, as some would guess <laughs> <podcasts> might be.
1: <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Fallout. Um, and the fact that we now have a lead character or a lead actor for Fallout, um, I
0: Cobb Vance,
1: I love this <laughs> this casting.
0: Cobb um, Vance. Vance, Jesus,
1: it's uh well yeah yeah. So this is we're talking about the actor um, Walter Goggins who who <laughs> was with um, Raylan Givens in uh, Justified. So
0: we need we need all of all of these people in this. Like,
1: yes. I think this would be the perfect game to bring back um, Raylan Gibbons' potential game is... Uh... Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Tim- 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 Oliphant. Um, more Timothy I- Oliphant on TV, not less is my motto.
0: <laughs> and uh, more Walter Goggins. Now that the unicorn is, is uh, sadly over. Sadly, no Just so no. sad. Because the unicorn exactly. was just so good. Delightful? Uh. It was it was delightful. So we need them to get together. So I know we have Goggins as like one of the vault survivors i guess
1: yes so goggins <laughs> his actual character um according to this article in full circle cinema is not revealed um but it is rumored that he is going to be playing a ghoul um which from fallout if you play fallout you'll remember a ghoul is someone who a human who was mutated um as a result of prolonged exposure to radiation um
0: I believe yeah, actually, you start. There's one of them you have conversations with. I can't. It's been so long since I've played Fallout, but I
1: didn't play. Uh, this is going to shock a lot of people. I didn't play Fallout, but well, I did. It wasn't called Madden. <laughs> I did get the early form of Twitch because I watched you play Fallout. Um, That's when, true. we, when we just Incessantly.
0: <laughs> like, but watch watched me trudge around overburdened for uh, hours. Katunk, katunk, katunk. <laughs> that, oh my God, that game, like. Phew. That that's that game is a problem for hoarders. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like storing hundreds of things in lockers all over the fucking wasteland because I'm too heavy to walk around, like fast traveling back and forth to go carry more shit back to my house. <laughs> like, like, like why why do hoarding. I have seven thousand parts? Like I don't. There's no way this is ever going to get used. Like, but I got them just in case. You never know.
1: You're gonna stop hoarding in real life and go hoarding <laughs> the video game. Um, it's
0: it definitely takes up less room.
1: <laughs> yes. But Fallout, the actual plot is being kept under wraps. I'm just excited, frankly, for the idea of this show being on the air. Um, the the I guess the the slug line we're getting here is that um, just for those of you unfamiliar with Fallout, but it's set it's it's not explicitly stated. I don't remember. It. I remember there was a lot of like nostalgia. Yeah, it's it,
0: very like 50s yeah. motif. I
1: mean. It's it's a game that's been around for. Almost thirty years now at this point, um, because the the most recent edition is the one we're talking about. But apparently, Fallout actually first appeared in nineteen ninety seven.
0: Indeed, I actually have all of them.
1: I didn't know that Um, that
0: it was it was like more of like a turn based kind of point and click thing, like top down. Yeah, that was like I think that was Fallout One, Two, and there was like an expansion, but it was like for PC. And then it just disappeared, because it was okay. just the times were over, and they rebooted it as a you know, and a first person and a shooter ish type of game, mm-hmm. and with Fallout Three, and it was it was magical, like, well, it was the, absolutely magical.
1: I I do remember distinctly when they went and got Bethesda went and got the um the series, and they started to release, just very I mean very like very cinematic type of mm-hmm. uh, like artwork and they had showed some pictures of washington dc kind of nuclear wasteland fallout type, the style obviously um it's just it, it was gorgeous artwork just gorgeous artwork um well done a lot of effort put into the game definitely a game that um i highly recommend if you don't play it you at least uh watch other people play
0: it yeah, at least get a roommate and tell them they have to play it so you yeah. can see the story.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Because watching the story is very fun. It is. Very fun. All right. Let's next story to our last story um, this week. I know we have a couple on the list here, but let's uh, let's let's move it along a little bit. I'm, I'm ready to talk about the boys. Um, how about here? you? Ready to talk about the boys? Sure. Actually, you know what? Let's call that our last new story, because I think we're ready. Ooh,
0: to- what a tease. Now I, no one will ever know what the other two were. Well, Least of all me, because I lied. It wasn't in front of me. So. <laughs> we
1: will. Uh, we will revisit those stories at a later date.
0: <laughs> that way, that way, they'll really be out of date.
1: Exactly. We'll, we'll really.
0: It'll be more of a historical <laughs> historical artifact.
1: We'll just date stamp when we really actually were recording this. <laughs> um,
0: Indeed, we're, we're recording this on the evening of invasion. <laughs>
1: look the thing is is I feel like we're all sort of living in this like suspended um, like sense of life is normal everything is fine and kind of sitting here on the eve of World War 3 a little bit
0: (laughs) it is for us it's not for I mean over here we're fine like I can only imagine being over in that area of the world right now like how how much just for I, I think of like the average everyday citizen in a in america like like if you you don't care you just want to like hang out with your friends record a podcast maybe eat something good have a decent beer have one good shit and go to bed Mm -hmm. that's it like it's it's fine like we don't have to worry about you know (laughs) impending doom like literal tanks like rolling the street unless you count the police Uh, but like literal you know the military rolling in and going hey this is ours now um because we're trying to keep everything peaceful. Like just that level of, that level of fear is pretty intense and don't have much of a frame of reference over here for it
1: or that concept.
0: Yeah. So like another, another country essentially go having some people who go, yeah, we really like that country. And the other country goes, okay, we're going to come in there and protect you. And just your house getting shelled, like in suburbia, like your, like house getting mortar fire. It it's wild.
1: The thing is it, uh, I mean we're we're talking about it, so I guess I'll I'll dive into it. I we know briefly. Uh briefly, very briefly. Um we know that we do have people who listen to this show um who live in that part of the world. We can, you know, see rough geographic data. We can't like see, you know, yeah. exactly where, but we can see some. Um and it's it's weird. It's a weird sense of like you know, we know it's happening. We don't wanna like ignore it. Um, but also that's not really what this show is about. Yeah. Um and yeah.
0: we're hypothetically not a political show. <laughs> we just keep going into it incessantly.
1: I, I, I will say this. Um I hope for the people who listen to this show in that part of the world, I hope you're safe.
0: Yeah. Uh, I hope that's that pretty much my sentiment.
1: I, I hope that you're safe. I will that say
0: as that. Yeah, as a as another fellow, you know, fellow collection of stardust on this floating rock, like I hope you are, hope you are well, hope you are safe or finding safety.
1: I am. I'm eagerly looking forward to the day where we can all get back to talking about superheroes who are dicks.
0: Yeah, arguing um, about the stuff that really matters, like Star Trek. Those fans are garbage. <laughs> they are,
1: 100. percent We are not a Star Trek podcast. Um, and there's not really any way to transition away from that topic, except to, to dive into, uh, more
0: <laughs> to, to, immediately After, go into the boys
1: <laughs> uh, or into
0: it. the next story. Um,
1: yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into episode two. Um, again,
0: <sighs> written by Eric Kripke
1: and directed by Matt Shankman. We are talking about season one, episode two, entitled Sh- "Cherry." Shackman Shackman. Excuse me. I'm continuing my trend of not Shank, getting any <laughs> name. Right. Shankman
0: gave me a really good like mental image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, man. Episode this... two from July twenty sixth, twenty nineteen.
1: This is my constant battle is to keep this guy on track.
0: Um, oh man, it, yeah, it already, already kind of under the weather and drinking. Like, whew. I'm not doing meds, meds too. There's no Nyquil involved. It's
1: well. <laughs> Not until we record the show, at least, and then you can, you know, drift off. Drift really,
0: get some. Um,
1: I, I, I just want to make this. I mean, I, I'm kind of going to jump around a little bit here. I mean, I don't, I don't think we, we don't, we're not doing true like recap recaps. I think we're just talking about the boys, um, which is kind of fun, honestly. Not, you know, really...
0: again, we're not scripted, so it depends. <laughs> I,
1: I want to start. Maybe. I want to start right where we left off um, because this scene... That is it, where the
0: episode starts. Well done. Billy
1: and Huey, with Billy and Huey um, driving what they think is Translucent's dead body to get rid of him.
0: Indeed. And i you see like the moral quandary on, on his face. Like poor Huey is just like, holy shit, I just killed somebody. I just <laughs> killed somebody. <laughs> so like that that's like weighing on him heavily because yeah you said, this is this is like i i feel like this is still pre-blue pill mm-hmm. like, i think you're right this this, is- this yeah. whole episode is about which pill is he going to take like is he going to go down the rabbit hole or not like this is his his point is you see the little point in the last episode where he he turns around to go and makes the choice to go back in and help billy that and that's that's a choice yeah and then this is like the okay now i'm starting to see where the rabbit hole goes like i like think if it is you know, neo like as he's progressing through like he kind of sees where the, the sees what's going on and then it's like how deep do you want to go
1: that's what's what's
0: that's deep. also foreshadowing yeah get it how deep uh, how deep You not want to... not the deep but also uh. the deep
1: this is, this is the part that I think is nuanced and I appreciate about this show is that it would have been very easy to... You know, he had a chance to walk away last week. He doesn't. We don't need to revisit that story. But they do. yeah. And they they continue. Now, I will say, having spent this entire episode with Huey and his internal struggle, I do not want to see this again in episode three. Um, given no. where he, where he <laughs> ends up choosing at um the the finish of episode two uh i don't need to see any more of his internal struggle i think he is clearly you know elected for one side of this argument um and you you might say he has um pushed the button
0: yeah he has he has picked the pill there you go the pill buried very deep
1: (laughs) inside of someone's rectum
0: indeed um
1: (laughs) I thought it was a great choice.
0: He got the cleaning products inside the body.
1: (laughs) I thought it was a great choice to have translucent not be dead. um, And to have Huey have to focus on the fact that, you you know, in a moment, he blindly chose to stick, you know, that electric cord against translucent skin. But you have to have him choose to, you know, like now we're going to be forced to... Yeah. address the fact that you're gonna have to kill someone
0: it's the the reaction versus like the actual choice where it's just, like in the moment making that making that reaction to like oh god i have to save this and save oh. my save my friend or this is how i can or this this person
1: i i think it's a conscious decision that he makes here at the end of the episode clearly he does oh, yeah. um and i think you know not to get way out ahead of our skis here. Um, yeah,
0: literally but, to the last 10 seconds of the episode.
1: <laughs> I, I, I want to, I mean,
0: welcome follow. to house of nerd. Here is the last 10 seconds of the episode that you watched. <laughs>
1: now let's talk about the rest of it. Um, I, I
0: do. My life's kind of crazy.
1: <laughs> I do want to have a little bit of commentary about the fact of the the cancer patient? Oh my God. A train so... on the Facebook live.
0: Um, <laughs> Speaking of scripted. Good like, God. It's so uncomfortable. Like I wanted translucent. Like like that was my make a wish. Like you teach well, me how he'll to come in a couple kids? weeks. Like, oh the oh doctor
1: said that. And the doctor, no, no, don't say that. And I was like, Holy
0: shit. Which is like it's so it's so uncomfortable, but it's like that that kind of gallows humor is if I feel like at least at least in the experience I've had. Is pretty standard, like.
1: Oh man, oh man, like I, I, this was everything is very intentional in this show, and I mean I clearly think that Eric Kripke is writing the show that he wanted to write with Supernatural, <laughs> but he couldn't do because it it's on the Netflix. CW. Yeah, um, but this, this is just the. Uh, to me, I got caught up in watching the numbers in the upper right hand corner um when (laughs) when they're streaming up and then i think a train the little boy says can you teach me how to outrun cancer or something and then you just watch the numbers like it immediately like cut in half and i was like hope people grew a conscience like it's just it's a commentary on the like everything in this show is a commentary on something and i have i have a comment later for something else that we're gonna see um that is I feel like we might be touching on privatization of war um, later. Oh in the yes, one
0: hundred percent.
1: But um, no, I, 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 I felt like the person I came away hating the most in this episode was actually the the like I called her the policy wonk. Um, <laughs> that's the one that kind of is immediately after this scene with oh, A-
0: man. You just you just wait.
1: <laughs> gets reamed out by Madeline Stillwell, um, but
0: uh, because like you have the the like neurotic like, Facebook numbers marketing yeah. lady, and then you've got the cold calculating like political business person, like the, those every... those two, who are like it's like superhero adjacent, but uh-huh. they're they're the handlers, they're the ones that are like telling these super beings what to do and it's like well what why are all these super beings listening to them like what the why people oh
1: puke oh my god that was awful like this just it It makes you wonder and i guess we probably will find out if we haven't already um later in the season or later in the show um but I mean, that's, that's, that was exactly my question where you get this scene, you know, we kind of transition a little bit um, to jumping ahead a little bit, but the scene between Homelander and Madeline where um, it, it's almost like Homelander should be the person in the room who is in charge. He should be the one commanding the respect and he acts so childlike with her yeah. that it's.
0: Oh, man. You just wait till you see how childlike he acts with her.
1: Yeah. um, I really hope they don't do a breast milk thing. Like That was really
0: (laughs) uncomfortable.
1: Very, very uncomfortable. My wife is very pregnant, um, and we we did a childbirth class last night, so we were talking Mm. about breast milk, and (laughs) we have all these devices, and I was like, this is the scene later where he's staring through the walls.
0: Just like watching her pump?
1: Oh, dude creep level of a million at that
0: point yeah. um and that's a, it, like i i feel like in this in these few episodes you, you like like homelander's fucking weird like something something's off but you kind of feel for him a little bit a
1: little bit you do like a you, little
0: a little it feel like especially the, the, when he goes it, down he's like i do whatever the fuck i want uh, like, what no Just like uh, 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 well i think i should call mom essentially uh, it's like just do it right now and it's like barely contained rage mm. but like for for moments for moments I, i'm like oh man poor guy and and then like before i can even finish the gut i'm like oh yeah no he's a piece of shit like, yeah <laughs> like, good he deserves everything that happens to him especially <laughs> once you get to the scene the scene later the if you aren't if you aren't doing anything wrong, you don't have anything to worry about.
1: Oh man. like,
0: oh man, how,
1: how fucking prescient is that? On the fucking nose.
0: Yeah. Was that, that that, that's legitimately like, if you watch Fox News, just ever. mm -hmm. And that's, that's pretty much, you'll see that in a segment. If you watch for more than 10 minutes.
1: He's bought his own shit, right? Like he, you know, like he believes this garbage. And,
0: yeah he's he's god here essentially like who's gonna stop him
1: but the thing is is he's not he everybody outside of that building knows he's god but inside of that building he's a joke kind of joke like he is a joke
0: and he's a he's a means to sell action figures or means to gain popularity or sell movies or i think think of like cap how they treat him as like the before he goes and says no, I'm going to go help my friends. Like this is like a fucked up version of that where he's like, "No, one of my people is missing. I'm going to go find him." But it's like twisted a little bit.
1: He doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to to human how to do this because he's not been that guy and you know, like you would think hey, a superhero is missing, we'll use other superheroes. They use Vault Security. I don't think <laughs> there's a lot of i have i feel like i'm seeing where we're headed with the like we don't trust them we don't trust the superheroes they are they're they're you know fucks they're tv heads they're talking tv heads they're the the you know the talent or whatever um
0: and the illusion of security
1: it's just so it's so well done this commentary on the fact that like we don't look behind the curtain. Essentially, is yeah. what I'm getting from this. Um, you know, and the way that Madeline talks to him about, you know, she knows very clearly, like he killed the mayor of Baltimore. Yeah, I, I, I like the fact that they did. They did. You know, I think I ended last episode saying like Homelanders outdoing Madeline's bidding. I like that they dispelled that immediately. Like that is not what she's about. Like she'll blackmail the fuck out of you. Um, and we're gonna talk about that but, um, <laughs> but she won't out and out murder you like she's playing a game and she's gonna win it by by playing dirty but not by murder I guess or not murder yet I'll say we haven't seen her actually murder someone
0: and uh, by doing uh, doing whatever it takes to keep the public perception where it needs to be so that she can achieve the end she's trying to get to like that's that's it it is all like she wants she wants the, you know, the soups to be the military essentially, and all Mm -hmm. the perks that that comes with. So whatever it takes to make that happen. And if it's managing Homelander making sure he doesn't go out and fucking kill a bunch of civilians in a plane, fine. If it's making sure that that civilian in a plane gets blown up, fine. She doesn't give a shit what the means are. As long as she gets the end,
1: the end justifies. Mm -hmm. She is 100% utilitarian. Um, and it's it's fascinating to watch someone. We rarely we do we rarely get people who are a hundred percent black or white. Even you know when you were watching Rebels, you, you see the Inquisitor. I mean, he's he's portrayed as kind of a a black or evil character, and he's not. I mean, at the end, you see he's twisted, and he's you know he's fraught with internal struggle, but. she is evil i mean she is the most evil person on this show in my opinion at this at this point yes there are superheroes who are more
0: powerful um, and there's dude bad people but yeah i in i feel in this show uh, pretty much everybody has a significant flaw i think one way or the other
1: i think i started to see um, I know last episode you told me don't get attached to people because they're evil. I started to see my favorite characters uh flaw this week um I'm, I'm interested
0: Star- see- starlight's got a flaw too but it's it makes it makes sense a lot of them make sense for where they where they're coming from it's like they're deeply flawed you kind of understand why they're deeply flawed and
1: then mm-hmm. it's
0: what do they do with that like even if they screw up what do they do with that later it's if that's what makes them good or bad or you know for good or for evil it's intriguing
1: i will say if you get past the surface story there is so much more going on underneath the water with this show that sometimes i feel like i miss some of the like the, the subcontext <laughs> a lot going on well i mean you know because you're watching the show and like this episode i really felt like i was watching the the behind like like for lack of a, i mean it's like every story has like its a plot line its b plot line like whatever the this the subcontext or the subtext of this episode was its own fucking plot line this week
0: yeah we've got a few a few sub subplots of yes. this one like the main one is pretty much translucent yes uh, that that's you know what moves the moves the story along but we've got starlight getting sent out on patrol with naturally the deep um, you know the person who's sexually assaulted her, a rapist, right? So we've got we've got them like, oh yeah, it'll be good. Don't worry, you guys can go out together. It'll be fine. Just like, are you fucking kidding? Like you, like now I have to go work with my you know, rapist, which mm. again, commentary, commentary, straight on, kind of how the world is sadly working. Like that, she tries to say something, and they're like, eh, "Fuck you, suck it we up." don't care, literally. Yes. And you're like, are you serious? Like, it, go do your job. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. They, he can do what he wants. You should have been stronger, better, faster, whatever it was. <laughs> but also, don't hurt him. Don't do anything bad. You're new here.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless so, you don't want to be a part of the all,
0: Right. all of that like pent up, pent up rage going out on this patrol, and then it's all just a publicity stunt. Like the whole thing just to get numbers. Can like, we? Oh yeah, they like team ups and they have oh. all these metrics and this is this is all social media and money and business.
1: Can we talk about really quickly um, the again? This my least favorite character is that statistics woman who um, comes in and tells her, "Can you stand over him and say that's lit?" And yeah. I stuck
0: was- you ever touch me again, I will burn your eyes out.
1: Understand me. We'll finish this later. You take him from the front. I'll come from behind. <laughs> oh hey jimmy catch my dive in the water fucking cherry nice smile at the camera
0: starlight i want to punch you in the face (laughs) like Um, we gotta have a catchphrase
1: i immediately i was like that's the catchphrase um that was so dumb
0: yeah uh, i'm sure that they would take that See how it tested. See how many interactions and views they had with it, and then go. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's lit. Doesn't really work out. We're gonna need to change your catchphrase. So you have to say this over this person. Now let's try this.
1: Can't since we're talking oh, the market about, research. Let's 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 keep going with Starlight here for a minute because I do want to talk about what happens later in this episode, um, and and the very clear foreshadowing we get um, when she does come across. Um, the, an actual crime happening. Yeah, <laughs> like the two frat bros, I guess, is what they are. Yeah, um, who are raping a woman in an alley, um, and it's to see And she anger, just fucks them up. The anger she has, boy, like she—that was for the deep. That's what that oh, yeah. was for, to me. Um, and
0: I was also like, hell yeah, like get them. It was cool <laughs> to see her.
1: I, I liked the part where, I mean. I mean, obviously, but I like when she tells the woman. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Yeah. Um, But I love the foreshadowing they did with the camera view of that. I'm like, I can definitely see that coming back to be a problem in the future. Um, And I think that's the way we end up with Starlight this week is the, uh, you know, hey, you're going to be, they're like, you're in trouble. You need to go see mom. You need to go to. uh, Yeah. uh, You have to,
0: we have to figure out how to repair your image because these two, they have such a bright future and where's this person like where is this person they were just hanging out in an alleyway and it's your word versus them
1: or or they said they were um, yeah they said they were drinking and you came upon them and just decided to wreck them and i'm like yeah that's that's
0: that's what happened um and that's that's pretty much how society again seems to work and it's like oh well yeah she should not have been wearing that wearing that top Like, that's just, it's on, it's really on on her. And even even if it, she still, she's got to come forward and, you know, it doesn't look like anything happened. So, like, shouldn't have been drinking. You can't put yourself in that pit. All those bullshit platitudes that everyone uses to blame someone who is literally being assaulted that she has also just experienced. Mm. It's
1: it's sad. And
0: she gets punished for it.
1: And she's in trouble, all at the same time. And I'm right. like, I, I will be interested to see. I hope we get conclusion to that storyline. I mean, clearly, I don't think they're going to write her off, but um, it, it feels like this could be an exit point for this character if she's a if she has a chance at like a decent future. Her getting written off. D- don't
0: worry, the epins will come. Oh, okay, all right, all right. All right.
1: <laughs> um, since we're talking about him, let's let's catch up with the deep. Uh, and and our douchey McDoucherson friend, um, I I don't know. I'm sure you caught this, but the very first scene we see the deep end this week, I believe, is when he meets with Homelander, um, because we're told that the deep is the one who, or, or we see the, the, deep, the deep knows he, what happened. He gave a press conference, and it's very clearly bullshit um, about you know what happened to the plane with the mayor of Baltimore. When he walks into the room with Homelander, did you catch how the music kind of like went out of tune a little bit? And it almost it, it's almost like something is wrong with the with the music. Um, we're going to have I did it. In, not, but that's fantastic. But we're going to have it in the episode at this point. Um, so everybody will hear it then. we had a meeting but it was almost like it's like a record scratch but it's more like someone grabs subtle it's very subtle it's very quick but i mean i i either i'm making shit up or i definitely remember this in the episode
0: (laughs) we'll find out in post we'll find out um (laughs) but it seemed i mean i would believe it i i just had it on lower volume mm -hmm. Um, so i didn't i didn't hear much of the the like background music going on but I it makes in for the level of detail and like just the little tiny nods and little tiny things that actually mean a, a bunch like visuals and all of that all moving in a coherent direction, it would only make sense that the music would follow suit. It was very creatively done
1: um if if I'm not you know totally making shit up at this point, I'm fairly positive, um, but we'll find out. Uh very shortly here um i I love the deference that the deep you know he's legitimately scared of of Homelander, and not because I think he's scared of his power, I think he just thinks Homelander's fucking crazy,
0: yeah, like I think a little bit of both you, like he'll he'll kill you like he he just watched him I, he saw him just take down a plane full of people like.
1: When he's talking to him, uh, I mean, it's it's very subtle. It, well, it's not very subtle. It's actually very like brazen, the subtext of when he puts his hand on his throat and he's like, we don't ever have to have this conversation again, do we? And he's like, nope,
0: just <laughs> one. I was yeah.
1: like, no. Well, very clearly, the Deep is not number two around here. Or if he is, no. then then Homelander respects absolutely no one on but, the seven.
0: like he... <laughs> I feel like the the deep you you actually kind of end up feeling for too. Like he's right. he's a character that is like is constantly powerless and is trying to grab power wherever he can. And I mean that's sexual assault, right? Like is trying to take power in I mean, in not a good way, but that's you right. see his character flaw manifest in awful awful horrible ways. But that's that seems to be kind of where he's coming from. Is he is he's like a third nipple, like he's useless, and he has no power, and he just wants to find that and take it wherever he can.
1: He talks about it, you know, when he's with Starlight. They only want me for things that are near water. Yeah. and then he like lists all the water, like the things near <laughs> water. And I was like, that was a very creative joke. The fact that we got to like jetty, um, yeah. up here a lake a jetty and like he just he won't stop going and it's very well done i I liked that joke yeah, a lot. he
0: he has no power and not not to excuse or say that it was right in any way but now that's why i feel like that's why he went after starlight because it's like oh something i can have power over and it's like yeah you're a fucking evil human uh, and i'm Excited to watch you get your comeuppance. Comeuppance
1: <laughs> coming, and I can't wait for it.
0: But it's I, like the complex characters, especially. I mean, the cryptic can write, <laughs> especially on a when there's no holds barred. Yeah,
1: you know, you,
0: you can you can cr- create these just ridiculously complex characters.
1: It's interesting the dichotomy between this episode and last episode because last week. He's written in such a way that he's vile, yeah. like. He, but he's strong, and he's powerful, and and I mean, I, I to your point again. To clarify, all of this is despicable the way he behaves, yeah. but the way that he he strong arms uh, Starlight, it, it and then to have him turn around this week and be this like gross oh. character. It's like you're saying, very interesting what you can do when you can actually, you you don't have any limits um, to how you write your show. Um,
0: Between Kripke and Ennis.
1: Dark, dark
0: shit. Dark, dark.
1: Moving on to also dark and uh, deep shit. Um, I hope you see what I did there. Uh, I
0: i do do you Mm -hmm. want to get to the uh the political part because and we can come back to our main story because that's that's pretty much the only other yeah sub like we've gotten the three the three sub stories in this
1: let's talk about yeah let's talk about our senator um and the the subtext here of the privatization of the military Um,
0: (laughs) indeed I, i don't even think it's subtext like that's just that's what what it's about.
1: Maybe the, like okay. you don't
0: need the military. You've got these superheroes who can do anything.
1: I I all that was running through my head was Blackwater. Yeah. And I'm watching this episode, and I'm like, Jesus.
0: This is private military contractors, but with superpowers. What was the most? And that's what they're going for, and going for that being. Uh, oh man, what's the word would you write laws (laughs) that (laughs) legalistically that's not it legislatively approved that's the right word thank you
1: the the line of the episode is when there's two things here i mean to me the line of the episode is when the senator says to um to madeline you know but they would be your soldiers wouldn't they yeah like that I appreciated the fact that at least the congressman knew enough to be like, we can't cede the power of the government to a company, um, which is not enough for Madeline. And clearly, I should have known that something was coming with the look that she gives to that bartender. Yeah, she's
0: like, this isn't happening.
1: Like, um,
0: <laughs> like don't worry. She's still going to, she's like, I'm still going to get my way. It's, it's,
1: it is interesting that they can write such a good storyline and such great dialogue. I mean, they talk about, you know, you see the, the, the suits being used as just toys, basically. I mean, they're they're pawns in this political game. Right. The, the darkness here to me is more so from the senator when he's talking to Madeline about how, you know, this senator works for a defense contractor and this senator has Fort Bragg's voters and you know this is all well oh, that's
0: that's how this works but
1: but we're not gonna vote for your thing um like that's not gonna happen um i i, I didn't need that shoved in my face again you know thanks for reminding me that our world sucks and that's yeah. corrupt
0: um it's all it's all just a game it is
1: yeah but uh
0: speaking of getting shoved in someone's face
1: oh my god i didn't <laughs> need that image but um let's let's talk about doppelganger
0: um, yeah, is we i mean you know that she's not gonna let it go and it's just well how how is this gonna go and it's okay well what's the worst thing that happens in a pol- politician's career well they get shown as they get shown as homosexual because you know oh, can't have that on the right no no people cannot be people
1: like, it's very telling, the line in this episode about how it's not fatal to be homosexual, and she says to him, "It is in, in
0: Oklahoma." Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> and I just
0: like, oof. so you know, it's so it it's so close. It's it's like if you have train tracks, and real life is one of the rails, and then the show is the other rail. <laughs>
1: like, you know, there are, there are lines and shows that we watch that I watched from like when we were kids you know like i've heard people talk to things about things as like here's our dated reference um here's our you know here's our thing like like the flip phone right like when you watch something from the early 2000s now i i wonder if kripke put this in here as just a like hopefully this is a dated reference in 20 years you know like we have progressed a long way since you know since i guess the 60s or however far back you want to go um we're not nearly where <laughs> but, we need
0: but to have, we? <laughs> have we like have we really progressed that much
1: I, we have progressed I, don't know. I, I would say we have progressed we have a, fa- a long way to go
0: to ebbs and flows
1: um i i don't know i just hope that maybe someday when you know my kids kids are watching this and they're like What does that mean? Like when they're
0: watching this, when they're
1: adults, when they're adults,
0: when When they're they're adults, and they have chosen to do this on their own, not been told by grandpa, "Hey, (laughs) you should check this show out." (laughs) You know, your grandpa did a podcast on this back in the early 2020s. Yeah, (laughs) like, to be like, what?
1: (laughs) Before World War Three, grandpa? (laughs) Yes, before World War (laughs) Three.
0: Yeah, Um, we're we're watching this in a bunker. Anyway, because the I, surface is uninhabitable, we're playing Fallout: The Real Game. <sighs> <sighs> anyway,
1: <laughs> the character of Doppelganger to me is is very. I mean, it's it's very common superhero trope. I mean, this is Mystique from the X Men. Right. Right.
0: I and mean, you you think he's oh he's you know got a escort or he's cheating on his wife with this you know bart- like bartender or whoever it is, and it's like oh oh no so much. <laughs> So, so much worse much
1: worse um and that not because it's two men having sex but just the way that it is the, so much the,
0: worse for him for yeah. him
1: let, let's let say for him yeah. um the the transformation that they did with this episode uh, of the, the character doppelganger that was very very well done um that's a great shot that that i mean you know something is wrong yeah oh you, this
0: feels different <laughs> Oh my god. Jeez. Like, oh, <laughs> that I that is... I'm like I'm glad they didn't stay on that more than they they needed to. It's like okay, we got the point. We get the point. we don't need a full-on sex scene. We can wait till Hero Gasm in season 3.
1: I don't know <laughs> what that is. I don't Jesus. I don't, don't want to know. Um
0: it is but... it is one of the most um infamous scenes in the boys. Okay. <clears throat> Coming well, season 3. Literally. Look-
1: We'll get there.
0: Um, yeah, literally coming.
1: <laughs> coming soon. Uh, I, I do think that it is it's is—it's—it's about power. Again, this this entire show is about power continually. Mm-hmm. And the scene, the, the contradicting scene the next day um, with, again, with, shape, with uh, Doppelganger and uh, Madeline holding the cards. I mean, this, the foreshadowing is very, very heavy here when he talks about, even if I get it out of out of the, you know, out of where it is now, and onto the floor, it won't be voted in. I'm like, dude,
0: yeah, the corporations, the lobbyists can't actually pass legislation, but they, they sure as the hell fuck can blackmail someone to put it out there. And then once it's out there, they can use all their other connections and money and leverage to make sure that it gets passed. I I just had this conversation a couple of days ago too. Someone was asking about a specific topic, and I'm like, lobbyists.
1: And they're
0: like, huh? Uh, like uh-huh. that makes sense. And I'm like, yeah. Like, we don't. This isn't a democracy, folks. Like, bad it, news. It's, it's not.
1: It's a representative democracy, or what? Representative
0: of, boom. The lobbyists and the companies and the corporations who are now people. This is my drum. I will continue to beat it. No, <laughs> like,
1: I'm not arguing with you. I, I. Look, we we agree on this subject.
0: Hashtag eat the rich.
1: <laughs> okay, really quick aside, um, because I know we're an hour in, but um, my wife is a huge Julian Fellows fan, uh, Downton Abbey. Uh, she got me into Downton Abbey hugely,
0: hugely. I believe it's Dunton?
1: Downton Abbey. I love I love downtown <laughs> Abbey downtown Abbey whatever you want to call it <laughs> downtown um,
0: it's like the it's like the shitty American knockoff downtown <laughs> like, Abbey <laughs> downtown home um, downtown mansion actually it's just the Atlanta Hot Wives or whatever it is like, we, were, we were watching
1: this we watched the whole series um, and we actually finished this was like the last thing we finished before we got married because it's like seven seasons and 15 18 uh, episodes each or whatever it was Um well, there's a new one, I guess, or, or a version, a, a new story set in that universe called The Gilded Age, um, which is set in New York in the like the 1880s, turn of the century kind of
0: New York thing. Oh, that's downtown Abbey. That's downtown
1: <laughs> Abbey. Um, and uh, we're watching it last night. And it's a good show. Like Julian Fellows is a great writer. It's definitely not, you know, The Boys. Um, and that's good. Jesus. Um,
0: I can't even imagine.
1: But. I, I I literally turned to her because this is a show about rich people, new money versus old money, kind of thing. And um, I looked at her and I said, "Are you enjoying this less now because you just hate all of these people with money?" And she goes, "That is like literally what I was thinking. <laughs> like it's hard to watch a show about rich people
0: um, dumping on poor people
1: when <laughs> you know you're getting fucked by the rich, right?" Um, and and I, I watched it, you know that. I'm gonna, you know what? Fuck it. We're just gonna go down this rabbit trail for a second. Um, I was watching a TikTok the other day, uh, about classism and, and, you know, this, this person who I follow because they're funny and they make funny videos about, uh, you know, Republicans and Democrats and the difference. And she literally said, she's like, look, I get it. It's funny. But I'm not doing that anymore because it's a game. Um, and it, it's it's a game for
0: ah uh, we have the same TikTok <laughs> yes we do. Um,
1: <laughs> it's just like this is a game that is being used to keep us distracted from the fact that we are all being screwed by people yeah. who, who have money.
0: George <laughs> and... Carlin has been beating this drum since the 80s. The how bad so you don't see how bad you're being fucked by the upper one percent is like one of my favorite quotes that he that he has. It
1: genuinely made me think about this, right? Like. I don't mean to get like too deep, but you yeah. know, my parents, my parents, my parents, and I disagree on politics fairly, like on on almost everything. Um, and it it has made talking to them about anything remotely deep almost impossible because that's all that you know. Politics is is everything. Like I'm, you know, we talk about our kid, like my my
0: child. I, I don't even think it's. So i don't even think it's necessarily politics it's like it, it's fundamental differences on how you believe the world should be run like or fundamental differences on believing that human beings just humanity should have certain rights like that's that's the fundamental difference it's not politics actually uh, i don't know if you follow your pal austin yes but he just did he just did a fantastic video on like that idea. He's like wearing a mask so that I can help stop the spread of like something that I have and not give it to somebody else. It's like, that's not, that's not me being political. That's just me not wanting to be a dick and wanting to slow the transmission of this. And he goes through a bunch of different, different, you know, current hot button political ideologies and it's not, it's just literally being a fucking human, like believe that people should be able to eat. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, why, why is that political? Like, I don't, it's, it makes no sense that that's political people should be allowed should be able to eat and feed themselves to sustain life. And it's like, well, yeah, did you? did you plan like on one side you've got the, well, you should have saved up for a rainy day. I'm like, well, we can't all just fucking print new money. Like, mm. and make ourselves new money. Like, it's not a political thing. Like this person should be allowed to eat. This person should be allowed to have medical care that doesn't put them in, in the poor 600, house. 600 years of debt. That doesn't put six generations of their family in debt because they had a cold and didn't have insurance. Like, it it's unreal. None of it's political. It's, just a fundamental like difference in ideology like talking about policy it's like well it's not policy it's i don't agree with you because i feel like you have a character flaw if you believe that a human being doesn't doesn't have a right to eat doesn't have a right to you know safety and security or not being murdered by their government like if like that's not that's not a political debate that's a you are not a good person debate (laughs) which is really difficult to think of, you know, family and close friends and that kind of thing just generally is like, Oh, you're not really good people. Like, huh? Well, that sucks. That doesn't feel good.
1: Like, See folks, we snuck it in, in the episode this week, so you get my, the rant, <laughs> the middle of the week, uh, middle of the episode rant. No, I, I just, I guess where I was going with that is, is, I mean, there are things that I feel like are important to to not, you know, compromise on. I mean, clearly, you know, the right to live, the right to love yeah. who you want to love, the right
0: to not eh, end up. It's hard to problem. have deep conversations with people that don't that are just like I fundamentally disagree. I'm like, hey, how's the weather?
1: <laughs> like, it that's, is.
0: That's pretty much what you're left with. But but the thing sunny
1: outside. Is, I feel like we can still love each other we could still be decent human beings yeah. to each other. I, I think we need to, to model that. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I, I'm just saying, I guess I <laughs> be need...
0: the change you want to see in the world. Yeah.
1: That's I, I caught myself. I don't anytime, any
0: There's always, there's always a quote that someone has said it better. Thanks. Some real smart person has said it better.
1: Yep. Has said it better than I will ever say it. But um,
0: that's any, what, that's what we need to, for people to send us. Be like, hey, the things we're talking about. Please, just like at Snark, at Scholar, and be like at whoever this person said it better, and give Wait us that bit quote. Bit. Like, yeah. that, that sounds great. <laughs> like, you guys sound like assholes. <laughs> this person sounds like a genius.
1: That <laughs> works. That works. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> All right, let's bring this <laughs> sucker home. Let's,
0: let's <laughs> coming in for a shaky landing, folks.
1: Let's let's talk about the the A storyline here, um, which is the um timely demise, in my opinion, of a uh, superhero by the <laughs> name of translation.
0: It's a little late.
1: <laughs> I, I'd say it was just in time, um, in this situation. Uh look, this this storyline is is it, clearly it's meant to be the will he won't he kind of aspect of you know, the entire series, again, it's the choose the red pill, the blue pill.
0: Um, Keep your hands clean or don't. Exactly. Because once, once you, once you do this, it's over. Like there's no, there's no going back.
1: There is no going back.
0: I mean, we spend in various points throughout the entire episode, like them just trying to figure out ways to kill Translucent or to hurt him or to whatever.
1: It's fun to watch. I will say.
0: It's like, oh, that, this will definitely work. I love Frenchie. Frenchie's awesome.
1: I'm really I, glad that he seems to be continuing on the show. He
0: is indeed a regular cast character.
1: Good. I like him.
0: He's one of he's one of the boys. Like he's one of the little group.
1: He is he is a great character. I think he's, he's a complex it,
0: character. In, in Bond, it's it's Q, right? Yes. Like, that makes it he's like a fucked up Q.
1: <laughs> I was really proud of my high school French because he like he said like "jana or something like that, and I was like, "I know what that means." I'm so proud of myself.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad I spent three years learning this.
1: I know what it's, I don't. It's like know. I could
0: go to a restaurant and get a baguette without looking like an asshole. I've done Except that. I went,
1: I've, I, I've Japelle
0: done. baguette," and you're like, "That's not what that means." Like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that my name is <laughs> My name is Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I think it it was great. It was an interesting story. I mean, like the part where they create the diamond bullet or the part where, you know, like the, the ingenuity of, you know, putting him in an electrified cage. I was like, why don't they just electrify him? Like, why don't they just electrocute this guy to death? Like, clearly it stuns him. Um, I, I don't know
0: why they... That. The, so I don't think they want... They don't want to kill him. They want to use him i thought like they, they him the, the no like i don't they they want to to use him and the whole homelander like coming out and finding finding maybe where he is and then trying to throw him off that scent is Ooh. they they are using him as a as a pawn which i'm okay. pretty sure we'll see at the beginning of next episode okay but that's that's the whole the whole goal is that and like you know you What was it? Was it Suicide Suicide Squad where they have all the little like the bombs in their head and like that trope where it's like, oh, this is how we're going to control the bad guys. We're going to put a bomb in them, and uh, you know that's gonna you're going to do what we want because if not, we're going to kill you, or we can you know we can do this at whatever time we want. So just do exactly what we say. Like they're they're trying to make him into a pawn. They're trying to figure out how to how to do that, not necessarily Mm -hmm. to get rid of him.
1: It's a little bit. It's a little bit on the nose. But the way that they figure out how to kill him, <laughs> looking, back turtle. On it, looking back on it, if you notice, in the background of the scene where Frenchie's like, I need him knocked out for this, there's a <laughs> turtle. That's how he head-
0: figures it out. He sees the turtle, like, shoot right. his head back in.
1: Okay, so I, this is really gross, but I'm going to, I mean, whatever. the boys went there so i can go there the (laughs) the concept of the turtle head is something that is if you say turtle head i feel like most people know what that actually means um which is yeah it's a cartoon
0: in the 90s exactly
1: exactly that's what it is um but turtles in a half show when he wakes up and he goes "Ooh, something feels different (laughs) um it took me a minute it took me a minute to realize what was happening but I went back and rewatched that scene, and I was like, "That's fucking hysterical." <laughs> that that scene was absolutely well because for the first time, the entire episode, the dude—I mean, translucent—has fear. Uh, uh, like this whole time,
0: like he, they f- they figured it out.
1: Yes, and to see the look on his face, that that payoff was wonderful. Yeah, um, fuck, I uh, and. And when Billy's telling him, like, "Oh, you want to go up and get it? Like, I'm that's gonna blow you up." Like, yeah, good luck. There, there's no way you can't get it out. Um, it leads to the scene with with Homelander and Frenchie in the van, um, which we kind of touched on already. Yeah, but
0: it's it's just it's deeply upsetting. <laughs>
1: no, it's it's a commentary on the police state concept. Yeah. Of, you know, don't do anything wrong and you don't have to worry about it.
0: But, it's like, but I, like I have, you have those fundamental rights. Like I'm not doing anything. Like I'm just sitting here in a van. And they're like, yeah, don't care.
1: Don't care. Don't care.
0: Because why? Because I'm in power. So back to the, this, the whole episode being about power. you like, I have all the power here. If you don't do it, I'm just going to kill you and do it anyway. So you probably like, should just do you it. You might as well just let me just tell me I can. Yeah and then we'll Just, go for it yeah we, we've seen we see that theme like with homelander getting to this point the entire episode too like don't tell me what i can't do because I, I can do know. it and i'm going to and i will puppet you into doing this like <clears throat> that's it's, it's, very, it's so upsetting to to watch because you know that this verbatim happens across the country
1: it happened today i guarantee you it happened yeah, today somewhere, somewhere. We um, didn't
0: we may we may not see it on the news till tomorrow when we see another story about someone being murdered for walking down the street. But Or it may not be on the news
1: because some, you yeah, know, I mean
0: but we'll never see it.
1: It happened <laughs> but... somewhere today in this country. And that's what's
0: so very... upsetting about it.
1: Um but but you know, back to the show, I guess.
0: Um... <laughs> yeah. Back to the alternate reality.
1: <laughs> this is the thing that the show forces you to face reality.
0: It's like watching a superhero version of Black Mirror.
1: Well, that's what's so intri- intriguing about this show is that it is forcing you to address our reality. Yeah. Um, you just don't realize you're doing it, right? Um, the bit with... Uh, I-, I love how the entire time, you know, it's Translucent is the one who really, even though he's in the cage, he is the one in power.
0: And He right. said it. He's like, my, my superpower isn't the skin. It's reading people
1: it's it's intriguing because he talks about how i'm not the one in the cage and you realize i mean that was the moment where i was like he's absolutely right like they're boxed in
0: they are definitely trapped
1: um and he's trapped
0: into that into making a decision between killing him and not or killing or letting him go because well you're in the box you can still get out like you can still you don't have to do this you can get away Hey, you turn them in. It'll it'll be fine. We know either way it wouldn't be. <laughs> yes. We know that's not how that would end.
1: But you see the look on mm. his face of like, I I believe he genuinely goes back and forth a couple times about doing that.
0: Oh um, yeah, and, and it's, the and, whole the whole point of this whole scene, I mean, narratively, the point of this scene is to find out that Popclaw is associated with A Train. Yeah, that's that's the whole point narratively of the scene. It's all the subtext that's like oh shit like this is the blue pill red pill moment
1: if you yeah. notice they did the thing with his ears when he when the the ears the high pitched ringing i i'm taking that as he's going back to the moment where where robin dies um because that's what you hear immediately after robin dies is the explosion of her body and the high pitched ringing and and it's
0: well and if there's an explosion your ears are going to ring
1: well i mean but before he does it his yeah. ears Um, and i guess that's
0: the going going back like that's the the cognitive workload happening it's like just it's he's got to decide keep your hands clean or or not
1: i'm glad that he made the choice that he did i think i mean clearly he needed to for the story to continue
0: indeed if only he would have made it a little bit earlier in a self-contained room oh my god (laughs) where there's not just well, I guess, I right. guess now what, what's, what's the opposite? Solid? <laughs> He's not translucent anymore. Not, no. That's <laughs> a good
1: question. Does his body stay translucent after he dies?
0: It, it, it turns out it didn't because <laughs> he was painting the entire fucking room.
1: Yeah. But I mean, we don't see, I mean, presumably when he dies, he, he doesn't completely turn to liquid. I mean,
0: that's, that's true. Um,
1: some parts there's some
0: there's some body parts somewhere and he's he's still maybe he's still translucent oh, man yeah, like, it's, but he's actually transparent which is also funny too that, that whole bit is still hilarious to me like that doesn't easy. even mean <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter and uh, we don't have to worry about the finding out any more character development about that creepy fuck anymore
1: <laughs> because he's dead he he is pink mist or actually dark red mist. Um yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Um, I this is the second episode that Huey has ended up with like somebody's guts on his face. Yeah.
0: Um, there is and there is a reason that Dexter covers everything in fucking plastic before doing that.
1: I do feel like Huey is gonna have shirts at
0: some point. <laughs> that decision will be regretted very quickly. Oh the, man. No, oh. I mean I, I do know we'll we'll see some struggle like mentally because you know he just literally killed somebody and watched him explode in front of him, but you know also there's the the cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if
1: you you know earlier in the episode we haven't talked about it, but Frenchie does talk about his first time killing someone. Yeah. And about how he never forgot it, and I feel like it's like
0: each one. He carries. Like, he says it's scar. like a scar, kind of,
1: and I feel like it should be a scar because you know it shouldn't be easy to kill someone. I mean, it, it, look, we're talking about a fictional, you know, event here, um, but it, it's it's impressive to to see. I mean, I guess for Frenchie, who is kind of played as a a light hearted character, um, you know, there's a lot of violence, a lot of cussing and whatnot. But yeah, he
0: he's he's got some he's got some feelings
1: he's a deep guy like mm-hmm. he's got some shit going on um and, and i just i was pleased with the way they chose to play him in this moment um
0: yeah but if it, it shouldn't be easy to kill someone because if it was just like psychologically just easy to just remove right, another human from the earth you would probably need some like old book to tell you not to do it And that's the only reason you wouldn't
1: I I mean, clearly, if someone wrote yeah. some things down on a piece of paper.
0: Yeah, that, and that, that I, would be the only reason that you don't just go around murdering people absolutely. all day, every day. For
1: me. For right. me. That's yeah. definitely how I would do it. Um,
0: I'm not going to name any particular book, but I've seen a bunch of fun TikToks about, like, who, which which book book it, has the worst fan base.
1: Yep. That's what I am. <laughs> oh, thought Oh, man.
0: Of. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. <laughs>
1: Anyways, that's uh, I that's think our that's episode story for another time. Um, I think that's a, I think that's where we want to leave it. What do you think?
0: That you I mean, it? I feel like that's that's a good. The credits is a good place to to leave a show about an episode.
1: The last thing I'll say <laughs> is the Pop. the ending song.
0: Oh, perfect!
1: <laughs> Carry bomb <laughs>
0: again. It's so perfect that. every time. Like. That's, that's why when you, when you said earlier, like, the, the music kind of goes out of tune and distorts a little bit for a second. Like, there is no way that that is not planned. Like, I didn't catch it, but there's no way that that's not, like, perfectly planned and in very intentionally put in that moment to give you that feeling of unease and maybe tell you what's going on. Because the way they use music in the show is like, perfect. Yeah. Like, literally, cherry bomb. Yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: it's it's again, it's everything you've ever wanted to see in a TV show, but you can't because, you know, it's fucked up. Um
0: Then that's pretty much the story of Garth Ennis' writing.
1: They're not afraid to go there.
0: Man. No. <laughs> like, cool. no way. They didn't they didn't do that, did they? They did. Uh, and consistently. Consistently. Don't worry, we're gonna have a whale of a good time watching Mm -hmm. this show and that will make so much more sense later the thing is is I
1: feel (laughs) like I don't know if this says something about me but the more I watch this show the more I'm like I see the appeal I I, I do see the appeal here
0: Um, you do have to start like closing off your just your taste (laughs) there's no way to keep going and just watch the just the sheer amount of fucked up shit and still maintain like all of your decorum <laughs> it's just it not would be possible. nice
1: if it weren't as close to reality as it is yeah um but you know what i'm still gonna watch it it's it's still enjoyable it's nice to escape a little bit to some degree um you know superman isn't running around killing people in our reality um so that's nice. that's
0: because superman is a fictional character in all realities well Thanks. all the ones that we're aware of we haven't been to all the earth there yet. is there is indeed a universe. Where Superman is running around saving people, and also one where he's going, running around killing people. I sincerely. How, hope. how amazing would that be if all of these universes that are created, like Lord of the Rings, and like and literally how many hundreds of thousands and millions of books are there? What if all those are actual realities, and but someone- other realities?
1: accidentally like like they're connected to that reality and that's how they yeah. create it. like Star Wars is actually real Marvel
0: that right I in some it. in some version of reality that's that's a real thing that that happened it's just like stuck in this one dude's head and he's like I don't know why I have this story I mean but I need to write it down for some you reason get it out of me yeah <clears throat> and if that's like if that is all of all of fiction fictional literature like if the broken broken earth trilogy is is a reality like oh man I that that's actually oddly comforting. That's like a
1: interesting <laughs> turn there. I don't know that we expected to end this episode in that place, but um, yeah, that was yeah. fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we went on a little trip, went on a tiny yeah. journey, and yeah, um, I feel like let's put it on the let's put it on the House of Nerds prediction board and see what happens.
1: <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna be pleased as bunch <laughs> of this punch happens, um, but
0: indeed there, there was another oh. another good tiktok that like someone dies and they're like he's like all right well uh, we're gonna send you back where do you want to go and they're like the naruto <laughs> universe <laughs> and they're like what that, that, that's a fictional and it's like you know god they are going that's a fictional universe she like keeps dressing up in more and more of the different characters like, okay which village <laughs> like <laughs> i like, like kind of i kind of like that but what if what if all of this is is true i wouldn't really want to find myself landed in like i don't know the alien universe if i saw ripley coming up next to me i'd be like nope nah. well i'm not going on this space shuttle
1: Respond, uh, respawn respawn yeah,
0: let's let's go let's go somewhere else i uh, need to read a different book
1: <laughs> uh, please please thank you um now, nah, man that would be cool i i I hope you're right about that Like let that's on the board. That is an official prediction. Um,
0: and you know what? You can't prove us wrong. So,
1: hey, why not? <laughs> yeah. ah.
0: Perfect. Ah, what a way to end.
1: And that, my friends, is how we will end this episode by letting the Snark take us out, as he always does.
0: May the Force be with you.
1: We'll talk to you guys real soon.